What's up, guys? Bet the Universe. How you guys doing today? It is Saturday, December 12th, afternoon. And it's Dennis Perez and Roel Cabral, as yes. always, bringing you the Week 14 preview show. Ro, how you doing today? I'm good, brother. Ready to make some bets. Ready to give some info out and win some money. As you all know, bettheuniverse.podbean.com, the original home, Spotify and iTunes. All right, let's get it rolling. Of course, as always, we start with the New York team. So we're going to go Cardinals, Giants, Giants at home. The total is 44 and a half, and the Cardinals are favored by three. Yes, D. Arizona, this is a tough one here, D. First thing we're going to look at here is Daniel Jones. Latest news on him. I heard Judge say it yesterday. He practiced full. I think most likely, I was leaning towards McCoy here, but I think most likely we are going to get Daniel Jones. As we break down the game, you're going to get Fitzgerald back for Arizona, who's been out for COVID, with COVID the last two weeks. So that's going to help Arizona here. And Arizona, historically speaking, they killed the Giants 6-1 and one against the spread last seven at Giants. Breaking it down further, D, I'm looking at the Giants' run game against the Arizona run defense, 23rd in the league. Giants have run the ball really well, six of the last seven games, over 132 yards. So I'm kind of leaning Giants here, D. It's a tough one here. Giants have been playing very well of late. They have four straight wins, row, as you know, the big win against Seattle last weekend. Um, Huge. For the last three games, the defense has been surprisingly playing very well. They've allowed fewer than 20 points in all three of those games. They're a top 10 defense. Man. And the Cardinals are on a slide. They started the season 5-2. and two. They have lost four of their last five. And the defense, I mean, the first seven games of the season, they were allowing about 20 points a game. Mm-hmm. But these last five, it's uh, 30 points a game. So... Defense has been playing well. All the signs really pointing to the Giants in this one. Yeah, All that being said, I'm going to take a lean on the Cardinals here, minus three, just to just to break the snide here against the G-men. Bro, what you think about this? One last thing, D. Blake Martinez, question mark here. That's huge for the Giants' defense. You know, I mean, obviously, before you bet this game, I would, find, I would want to find out if Daniel Jones is in and if Blake Martinez are in. Uh, besides that, you know, the Giants been really good as underdogs. Hard for me to, to fade them in this spot. Eight and two against the spread as underdogs. Seven straight covers as dogs, D. Mm-hmm. I might stay away from this game, but small lean Giants here. Yeah, I, 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 there's definitely going to be no money bet on this game yeah. on my part, but just to put a lean out there for yes. you guys, I, I would lean the minus three cards just to break the snide, you know, yeah. just throwing that out there. We're moving on to the Jets and Seahawks. Seahawks favored by a robust 14 points at home. It's a full two touchdowns against the New York Jets, and the total sits at 47 and a half. Yeah, D, I think for me, the Jets are going to be demoralized after almost finally winning last week. You know, they're not going to come out and have this rah-rah thing against Jamal Adams. I haven't heard anything like that. Jamal Adams was actually a pretty good teammate. Uh, some things here, though. The injuries, I mean, Crowder, questionable here. Mims is definitely out. He's visiting some family in Texas, and he, he's out. You know, I would look at some props here for DJ Metcalf if I, if I was um, doing props or if you guys are into props. DJ Metcalf, this secondary is going to get killed. They don't have the three. They have three rookies at cornerback. They're not gonna. They're gonna be missing their two top safeties. You know, I think they're gonna be in trouble here. Another thing I would see, look out for here is Jamal Adams. He needs one more sack for the record for defensive backs. He got seven and a half. I think the sack the sack record is eight. So he's gonna he's gonna be going for that. He's gonna be ready for this game. You know. So I I like the Seahawks here. I like the Seahawks to cover this game. I like the Seahawks to to be a lot better. One last thing here, D. I, I read to you this stat. This is crazy. The Seattle's the seventh team since 2010 to be a double-digit favorite immediately after losing outright as a double-digit favorite. Wow. Yeah, and the last six they, they've covered. The and the, the, really? Six wh- covered. And yeah. on the, wow. So 
that's a big stat right there. Kind of remarkable, yeah. Back-to-back double-digit favorites. So if you <clears> lose that first end, the second end, those teams have destroyed that, that second team. They've covered. They all covered. Well, let me give you more backing on the Seattle Seahawks then. Okay. The Jets, as, you know, coming into this 0-12, as we all know, and the debacle last week against the Raiders. We mentioned last week about how the Jets' defense perform in non-divisional games, which is uh, – this is another non-divisional yeah. game. And seven games that they've played non-division the year, 30 points or more given up in all those contests. Uh, mm. The Seattle defense, on the flip side, they've been playing a better of late. The first eight games of the season, they were on a historic slide to give up the most total yards in the season, most points, everything. Kind of clean that up. Uh, it's It's gone from the first eight games where they were allowing 30 points a game and about 455 yards of offense a game yeah. to the last four games down to 19 and a half points a, a game and 310 total yards of offense. Yeah. So, I mean, the that's difference. a vast improvement, a, a market improvement in, in performance by the defense. And then it's the Jets. So, yeah. I mean, 14 is a high number. I, I really wouldn't want to put any money on a fourteen in, in this spot right here, but um I do like Caesar, Seattle maybe? to I like Seattle to cover here, the fourteen. Yeah. I right? do, and I like the cover too. Yeah. I like the cover too. I think the Jets get really nothing in this contest and, and, and Seahawks roll. Yeah, I agree. The good elixir the Jets are, right? After the after the uh, I mean you couldn't if you look at the schedule and, and you and you saw the Jets there, you you I mean you I, yeah, after what ha- what happened against the Giants last week. Exactly. There's no better opponent you can get than the Jets coming up. Maybe you know, the Bengals. You know Jamal Adams had a big smile on his face. After, and then there's also that that narrative saw the Jamal schedule. Adams against his former team, yeah, exactly. right? He's gonna wanna wreck havoc. Uh we're gonna move on to the Texans at the Bears. Texans favored on the road by one and a half, and this total sits at forty six and a half. Yeah, the originally I was looking at this game and I really like Houston, but I, I mean the more I look at it, the more I kind of like the over here. It's a small. I mean I think it's a small number at forty four and a half. The Bears thirtieth in offensive efficiency and yards per game, but we know they're better with Trubisky. And the Texans, man, they're thirtieth in defensive efficiency and opponent yards per game. So I think the Texans give up a lot of yards here. Houston has gone over six of the last seven on the road. I think Watson gets his yards. And, and Trubisky will move the ball, and the run game will move the ball. And I think I actually like lean Bears here, you know, to be honest with you. But I like I, I like the over. I like the over. I also like the over in this game, bro. Uh, Texas defense has been pretty porous all season long. They've allowed about 350 total yards in 17, at least 350 total yards in 17 straight games. That's yeah. an NFL record streak right now. And this season alone, they're – Giving up about 400, 406 total yards per game. That's average throughout this season. So Texans defense is bad. Bears, six straight losses of their own coming into this one. They do average more points with Trubisky. We keep mentioning more, a better team, scoring team with Trubisky at the helm. Last mm-hmm. week, they scored 30 against Detroit with Trubisky. And before that, they were averaging 25 points a game with Trubisky. I mean, with Foles, they were averaging about 17 all leads me to believe that this one's going over the total. I see it creeping up to about 46 in some books. Grab it before. It's just going to keep going up, this one, guys. So put it in a tease or grab it before it hits up. Yeah. But um, I like this one to go over. We're going to move on to the Cowboys and Bengals. Cowboys favored on the road by three against the Bengals. 42 and a half is the total in this one. Yeah, the, the big story here is Andy Dalton returning to Cincy after he started there for nine years. You know, hard for me to, to, to back Dallas, you know, at any time, even against a bad Bengals team here who has a lot of questions. Even at quarterback, we don't know about Allen or I think we might get Allen here, but we could get Finley who came in last game. Uh, Dallas, the worst team in, against the spread this year. 
uh, worst cover team, two and nine against the spread. That's really bad. They also allow the most rushing yards at one sixty seven. You know, it's pretty bad. So I mean, I lean Dallas here, but I have no confidence in that when I lean. So I probably stay away with that. Stay away from this game, dude. Weird because some, you know, at a certain point in the season, late in the season, uh, you might want to give up on betting on certain teams just because they might be out of the race. You know, I see two bad records here, but surprisingly, the Cowboys are still in play for the division. The, the, the Giants in Washington could easily lose two games and, and Dallas can beat the You know, Dallas can climb right back into this shit. So they're by no means giving up on the season yet, but they are awful. Dalton, though, has kind of been a bright spot, though, in the last three games. Pass a rating of about 90 the last three games that he's played. D, and real quick before you keep going, the last four games for Dallas, they're very winnable, D. You got Cincinnati, San Fran, Philly, and then you got a game against the Giants that's going to be like a must win. Listen, so that, that, set up. that thank you for uh, laying that out there, Ro. Yeah. It all, you know, blends into what I'm saying about Dallas. They're still playing for something. Yeah. Bengals, on the other hand, the season kind of fell off the rails when Burrow got hurt about, the, about a month ago. The offense has been, I mean, super stagnant, mm-hmm. almost getting nothing going. Um, for them, though, this game's at home. That's the thing, uh, the bright spot about the Bengals. Two and three. Uh, at home this season with a with a plus eleven point differential, as opposed to the road where they're 6 and Rowe mentioned the the streak, uh, the nineteen winless streak yeah, on the, the road, road of 0-18 yeah. and one yeah. this season o six and one on the road with a minus eighty two point differential. Mm. So at home plus yeah, eleven on the road minus eighty two. This game's at home, so they have you know. Their uh, their best shot to win the game, Six I guess. Six and one against the spread. Still at home gonna too. lean Cowboys minus three in this one because they're you know they're playing for a, a division still. Yeah, I would lean I would lean Cowboys too if anything. Uh, I kind of like the over just because the Dallas defense is so bad and I expect the Cowboys to be able to score some points too. Small lean on the over. I look at the weather first to make sure there's not anything going on with the weather. But I, I probably stay away from that game there, D. Mm-hmm. I, I mean that by no means. Or any dollars jumping out my pocket at this one. Yeah. But I'm just going to lean Cowboys. Just for, for, you know, for the show's sake. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you got to make a pick, definitely lean Cowboys. We moving on to one of the marquee games of the day. The Chiefs at the Dolphins. I'm sure a lot of eyeballs are going to be on this one. Chiefs favored by a touchdown on the road. This one's 51 and a half. This is going to be a real test for both teams. Yeah, D. I mean, the Chiefs, they've been playing close games lately. They haven't really been covering spreads. I mean, it's not a huge deal, but the Miami team, they cover, man. They're 18-6 and six the last 24. They cover seven of the last eight. I'm looking at this matchup with Tyreek Hill against Xavier and Howard, who's probably the best cornerback in the league, D. That's going to be a close matchup I'm going to be taking a nice hard look at. And then I'm looking at Mahomes versus Tua. Man, it's hard for me to go with Tua here. Since week five, though, Chiefs, D, number one score in offense, and number one score in defense happens to be Miami. So it's going to be a battle of, I think that's going to be the big battle here. Chiefs offense against Miami's uh, defense here. Now, Roe mentioned the Chiefs playing close games as of late. So the, the last four games for the Chiefs have been decided by six points or fewer. Mm. They were actually down at halftime in three of those games. Wow. I don't know if you remember. It, it's Denver, Tampa Bay, Vegas, and Carolina. And I believe Tampa Bay was the only time they were up a half. 
Some the other good three games they had deficits. They are good adjustments by the defense, but yeah, they've been playing. You know, the the, the games have been uh, closer than people think. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do have nine straight road wins though. Coming into this win, winning the last nine on the road. Nice. Dolphins, they've won their last four at home, and they've given up a total of forty five points in those four games at home. So mm. defense has wow. been stout all year for the Dolphins. The, 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 the Dolphins. I'm looking forward to the Chiefs' offense against the Dolphins' defense and see yeah. how that how that materializes. Um, you know, it's Tough. gonna be a good one. It's gonna be know. a good one. What do you think as far as the as, pick well here? for me? You know, I'm I, I'm really gonna lay off this one. Um, me too. The bro. lean, I would lean Dolphins plus seven at home. I think this one also finishes close. It's the trend with the Chiefs and when they play good teams, yeah. it tends to be a close finish here. They end up at the top, but it's close. And the right? Dolphins defense has it, been pretty good. Uh, yeah. Do I think they slowed them down all the way? I don't know. So that's why I, you know, as far as again money out I my like pocket, I'm gonna lean off this. But I'm gonna lean the plus seven at home. There's a lot of points to get at home here. Uh, but, yeah, this, this, I'm going to be watching a lot of this game, bro. You, you too, Same right? Same thing, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be watching this closely too, D. But I, I side with you. I, I, it's tough to, to not take the Chiefs every week. But the Dolphins seem too good of a pick here at plus seven. We know the Chiefs are a heavy public team. I mean, listen, you know? seven points at seven home points with at that home. kind of defense. Not yeah. Again, not saying they win the game outright, but I'm saying they do have a chance. Yeah. We're going to move on to... The Vikings at the Buccaneers. Buccaneers coming off a bye week. They are favored by six and a half at home in this one, and the total sits at 53 and a half. Yeah, D, I've been getting a lot of, uh, you know, just listening to others, a lot of conflicting picks here. Some people like the Bucks, some people like Vi- the Vikings here. I personally, I'm a believer in the Bucks. I believe in the Bucks still. I know they, they had a tough road there. I think they needed this bye, and they got this bye. Tom is, is amazing off buys. You know, I, I saw a stat 23-4, and four, you know, with Bill or something like that. Um, I, I don't think that's right, though. But um, also got time here after a loss is really good, D. 4-0 against the spread after a loss. 46-19 and 19 against, against the spread for his career after a loss. So that's really good. Tampa Bay historically dominates Minnesota, especially at home. They're 6-1 against the spread and 6-1 and straight up against Minnesota here. I mean, there's going to be a story of the top-ranked rush defense versus the second-leading rusher in the league with Dalvin Cook. Dude. That's what it's going to be about, I think. This is another interesting game of the afternoon. Uh, listen, as we get later into the season here, these games with the massive playoff imp- implications, it creates more pressure on these players for these yes. games right here. So we have Kirk Cousins on the road coming to see Tom Brady off of bye. Tom Brady's 14-4 and four after buys. Okay. Roe mentioned the numbers after losses. So those two numbers coincide to, to create... What you would think is is a good favorable advantage for the Buccaneers here, especially how Cousins performs, you know, in the in these pressure games. Now yeah. this game's not at night and it's not a prime time game where That's Cousins good. really doesn't shine. Yeah. So maybe that'd be better for him. I mean, Dalvin Cook over fifteen hundred yards from scrimmage this year. The guy's been a monster, Second. averaging about one hundred and thirteen on the ground. Um, it's gonna test the Bucks D, but the Bucks D haven't allowed a hundred yard rush in the last twenty games. Mm. So. It'll be a real test for the Buccaneers defense here, rush defense, uh, as Dalvin Cook is rolling. Tough one. This one's a tough one to call, Roll. Big playoff really implications here. here, too, D. Big yeah. playoff implications. Also, in, in Tom Brady's record, the 14-4 and record, where after a bye, they're mm. winning by an average of 17 points a game in those in those 18 games mm. in that in that little stretch right there of, of, of Tom Brady after so a bye. All that being said... Uh, also, I want to mention uh, Cousins has been playing well. We keep mentioning. I think he's a free agent at the end of the yeah. year. So in, in, since uh, week eight, 
when the Vikings kind of turn things around here, he does have 15 touchdown passes to only two interceptions. I mean, for me, D, at the end of the day, this is a big step up in class here for the Vikings. The Jag- they barely beat the Jags. The competition level in that f- during this little streak that they got going here has not been that great. You know, they did have a good, very good win on the road against Green Bay, but it has the, the other teams are not very good. I think the Bucks here, they'll be ready. They'll be prepared. The bye week will reju- reju- rejuvenate the team. They'll have some time to add some new plays and to practice with each other a little more. And I like the I like the Bucks here big. I like the Bucks to cover. It's one of my stronger leans here with the Tampa Bay D. Yeah, I'm gonna follow the, the Tom Brady trends here and I'm gonna go Buccaneers to cover the six and a half. I'm gonna lean that way. Um Vikings have had a, a, a good little run right here. I think I believe it's like five and one in their in their last yeah. six. But Roe mentioned that it might not have been against the best of competition. And the Buc- I mean, they both really need this game. But for, the, for Tom Brady to continue his narrative, he really needs this game. And I'm going to go Tom Brady to get it done. Go Tom so, over Cousins, right? Yeah, I'm going to get I mean, you know, they both need this game. But I, I think, Tom, you know, in these situations where, where a win is needed, yeah. I'm going to go with Tom. I agree. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, over Cousins. And that's what it boils down to. Yeah. And, uh, and, I, you know, and, and the Bucks rush defense. Maybe they can limit... Mm-hmm. Cook just enough, just enough to Good cover ball. that six and a half. We're going to move on to the Broncos at the Panthers. Uh, another game of, of non-playoff contenders here. So, you know, you kind of look at it this late in the season and you're like, eh. Yeah. But Panthers are uh, favored by three at home. 46 and a half is the total. I have one question for you, Royal, before yes. we get into it. Is, yes, Mc- is uh, McCaffrey playing in this game? Uh, he's not going to play, D. He's out. He's going to be out. I know because I follow it. He's on my fantasy team. He hasn't been there. At first, it looked like he was going to play this week, and then a new injury popped up at the end of last week. This is the third injury that he had this year. He's going to be out this game. DJ Moore and Samuel also, top two weapons, you know, another top two weapons for the Panthers. COVID, D, they're probably going to be out too. So Panthers are going to be missing a lot of strong, you know, a lot of their best players on offense here. So that's something huge here. Um, Carolina, too. They're really good as underdogs, D, but as favorites, not so much. 0-4 against the spread, the last four as favorites, and the last four as home favorites. So they haven't had any success. Denver, histor- historically, Denver playing very well against Carolina. 5-1 and one straight up, last six. I mean, I'm going to stay away from this game. I don't really like anything in this game. I like small lean to the under with all the, the injuries that the, the Panthers have and Denver playing under for the last five. But besides that, I don't really like anything in this game here, D. Yeah, I mean, not much on this one except the Panthers are coming in on a six-game losing streak. Uh, mm. I, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd be lying if I said I had any interest in this game at all, you know. So I'm just going to throw a lean out there. Get a lean Panthers minus three at home to break the, the losing streak. I like that. Just throwing that out there just to have a lean on the game. But yeah, look, both teams at four and eight. Uh, no, no playoffs in the future for either of them. Just they're both ready to move on to next season. We're gonna move on to the Titans and the Jaguars. Titans uh, favored by seven and a half on the road in this one, and the total fifty one and a half. Yeah, D. I was wrestling with the Titans and and the Bucks as my one of my my final teaser candidates because I was gonna pair them up with another team we're gonna talk about later. Um, but I, I chose the Titans, D, because the Jags, you know, they they only have one win this year. They still only have one win. And I start, as I broke this game down, I mean, I saw a lot of good things that sided Tennessee. Tennessee six and one straight up last seven against Jags. Derrick Henry is kills the Jag um kills the Jags traditionally. The Jags just gave up 120 yards to Cook, right? 
And now Derrick Henry, he had 397 yards the last two matchups late in the season against the Jags, and he also had six touchdowns. He, he kills the Jags. Um, they're 4-1 against the spread. The last five, that's the one thing that would worry me here a little bit with the Jags. The Jags have been playing close games. You know, I definitely lean on the over here, but I think Tennessee finds a way. Uh, I don't know if they cover this game, but they are my teaser candidate, and I will have Tennessee to win this game at, at the one and a half with a six-point teaser. But I also love, totally love the over. I've been pushing the over with Tennessee all year. Over 18-3-1 the last 22 for, for Tannehill in the regular season. And the over is 9-2-1 this year for Tennessee. I mean, I like the over here, you know, at 51. Glennon's been good. I would buy it down to 51. Is at 51 and a half right now, D. What you, any thoughts on this game, D? What do you think? Yeah, I, I'm expecting the Titans to bounce back after the disappointment uh, last week against the Cleveland Browns. Um, I guess one of the bright spots for Tennessee last week was the performance of wide receiver Corey Davis, yeah. who had 182 yards on 11 receptions. So look for him to build on that performance last week. Jaguars, man, 11 straight losses. But, you know, they've been in some of these games. They've, they've had leads against good teams. They've, they've covered spreads against good teams. Actually, four of the, of the 11 losses have been by three points or fewer. So uh, factor in some bad luck as well. Uh, they had an overtime loss last week. To the, it was to the Vikings, right? Yeah. I mean, just... Played them tough. Jaguars have been playing games, and and the bright spot for the Jaguars this year, I guess, would be rookie running back James Robinson, who's been who's been absolutely killing this year. All that being said, Titans need this one for the the bounce mm-hmm. back. I like them, and I especially like them in the tees. Yeah, in the tees, that's how I like them. So uh, bet the universe. Yeah. Dot Podbean dot com, the original home. Roel, well, Dennis. Dennis, bringing you this great content week to week. Of course, you can also find us on Spotify and iTunes, the more popular platforms. But, yeah, just happy to be here with you guys, you know, whoever tunes into the show. And uh, hopefully it's another profitable weekend for the boys. I think the last two have been, right? Yeah, they've been good, D. And, you know, we've given out great information, given out some great leans. You know, obviously you guys put all, put everything together and come up with some good picks yourself. And just be smart about your plays. So let's continue the rundown, the card here for the Week 14 lineup. We're going to get into Colts and Raiders in this one. Raiders with, with, with the heart, almost the heart attack last week. Yeah. <laughs> but they pull it out at the end with rugs. Colts are favored by three in this one on the road, and the total is 51 and a half. Yeah, the, the, I mean, for me, coming into this game, I'm looking at a few things. You're definitely right about that. I just want to let you know straight up, first thing I want to say about this game is this is going to be my number one pick against the spread this week. I love the Colts. I mean, we got the number one um, number seven run defense in the league going up against the Raiders team that does like to pound the ball with Jacobs. We are going to be looking to see if Jacobs is playing in this game. He was out last game. Colts looking to be as healthy as they possibly have been all year. They're supposed to be getting back Okariki. Their safety, Kyrie Willis, is looking to return. So we have that story here. The Colts defense could be top-notch here. Um, and, and, you know, I was not impressed by what I saw from the Raiders last week uh, going up against the Jets. Colts are a good road team, D. 4-1 against the spread on the road. They're a good team when they're favored. They're 7-2 and two against the spread the last nine when they're favored. I, I like a lot too many things pointing over here to the Colts. I like how they've been playing lately. And, and I, I, I don't trust the Raiders, D. So the, the Colts are part of my circle of trust, and the Raiders aren't. They're not part <laughs> I of can, I can see how the Raiders will, will fall into the circle of distrust Yes. with the performances they've put on the last two weeks. Um, Listen, uh, I'm in agreement with you, Ro. I'm going to lean Colts in this one. 
even though the Raiders have scored uh, 30 or more points in their in, in four out of their last five games. Doesn't really matter to me. Colts defense is top 10. They're pretty good. Uh, and Rivers' performance in the last seven games is, is giving me reason to also lean Colts here. Rivers with 14 touchdowns to only four interceptions and, and a 99 passer rating over the last seven games. So I like Rivers. I like the Colts' defense. It's real simple. I'm, I'm leaning the minus three here with the Colts. And if it goes up a half point, I would definitely buy the hook. Yes. We are going to go to the Packers and Lions matchup, an NFC North matchup over here. Uh, Packers favored by nine on the road on this one now. Is, is this going? This one yeah, keeps going up. up. Yeah. And uh, fifty four and a half is the total. Yeah, D. I mean, this is a, another one I was wrestling with. I was looking at the pack. I like the pack here. I really do like the pack here. I just didn't know if I was gonna make them part of my teaser. And depending on how the day goes, they might be part of something. They might gonna. They probably gonna be part of a play here. I mean, if if you're a Lions fan. I guess the one thing you're holding on to here is that they are 6-1 against the spread the last seven versus Green Bay. They do play Green Bay well, but, I mean, they've given up 29.8, almost 30 points a game this year, and you're going against the, one of the top offenses in the league, right? They're over the top-notch, the Packers. Top, top. Top, top. Number top. one. Number one. There we go. And, the, but, uh, you know, if I'm looking at the Lions, if I like the Lions, then I'm probably looking at the over. Because they've been over 11 of the last 12 at home, D. Let me, let me give you a correction. Number one scoring offense. Okay. Chiefs might actually be the number one offense, but the, the, the Packers have scored scoring. more points this year. Okay. I just want to end on these notes right here, D. This is just good stats I, I picked up right here. On play action, Rodgers, NFL high right now, 18 touchdowns, no picks. Wow. So top guy right here when you're talking about play action here. Amazing. And uh, one last stat, Green Bay, 5-1 and one against the spread versus teams with losing records. So they, they, they beat teams that they're supposed to. They don't fall asleep. The floor has his guys ready. That's a sign of a good, well-coached team here, D. Again, uh, th this one really is kind of simple, even though it is an NFC North matchup and, and you really think these ones tend to uh, be a little closer. I like mm -hmm. the pa I'm going to lean the Packers in this one because of the Packers' offense and Aaron Rodgers' dominance over over the NFC North, especially this season where they're averaging about 37 points per game against the NFC North. Nice. Again, I mentioned last week about Rodgers, uh, the the streak with multiple uh, touchdown passes in games. That's up to seven now where he scored multiple touchdowns or thrown for multiple touchdown passes in the game. And I'm looking for that to, to get extended to eight in this one against the Lions. So I'm gonna we're gonna lean Packers in this one. If you could somehow throw this in a, in a tease, I would recommend it. But don't be afraid of the nine as well. I, I think they cover. We're gonna move on, bro. Any yeah. last thoughts on that I one? Agree. No, I agree. No, move on to uh, the New Orleans Saints at the Philadelphia Eagles. One of my favorite games of the weekend, just because I think it, this, this one's uh, there's money for the in this one and back in the Saints. Saints favored by seven and a half on the road in this one. I don't have a total on this one. Do you, bro? I got 42 and a half on this Total one. is 42 and a half in this one. Yeah, Jalen, for me, the story is Jalen Hurts' first career start versus number one defense. You know, got to look at that. I, I don't trust it. I would definitely, I'm, I'm on the Saints train along with D. There's also, you got to look at Malcolm Jenkins here, D. You got Malcolm Jenkins. He, he started and played with the Eagles for a very long time. He played up against Peterson's offense in practice for a very long time. He knows this offense. He knows the Eagles very well. He's going to have the Saints very ready on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, the, faint, the, um, the Saints, too, they're also a team that you could trust on the road. You know, they're 17-5 and five against the spread, the last 22 on the road. So this team not only wins, they cover. They're covering on the road. They're 10-2 and two against the spread when they're facing a team with a losing record. So, again, they're well coached. They're ready for these bad teams. They're not going to fall asleep for a bad team, D. The Saints are going to be ready for this game. 
you know, a small lean for the under here. The run game, you know, the run game with the Saints. Philly's gone under 11 to 13 at home. I don't expect many points from Hertz. So small lean on the under, but big lean on the Saints. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. listen, what's there not to like about the Saints in this one? And what is there to like about the Eagles in this one, right? Good one. <laughs> the Saints defense has allowed fewer than 17 points in five straight games now. And and for the uh, Eagles, it's the exact opposite. In the last four games, they haven't reached 17 points. Okay. And uh, you know, real simple, Jalen Hurts' first start against yeah. this defense. It's gonna be it's gonna be a bad afternoon for Jalen. I'm going Saints seven and a half in this one. We're gonna move on to the Falcons and the Chargers. Falcons one and a half uh, on the road. 48 and a half is the total. Another matchup of, of non-playoff contenders. Bro, what you got for this one? Yeah, I got some interesting stuff for this one, D. Uh, you know, you know the Los Angeles is coming off that 45 nothing loss. You know, since 2015, teams coming off a 40-point loss, D. Interesting. 0-6-1 against okay. the spread the next right. week. So you get, you would think that you're coming off a huge loss like that. You're embarrassed. You're going to come out strong the next week. No. These teams, they, they don't even cover the spread the next week. You know, so, it, it, I, you know, right off the bat, I'm leaning chart. Uh, I'm leaning Falcons. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, I'm leaning Falcons here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back that with you, man. Yeah, six and one the last seven against the Chargers, too. I mean, there's not there. Different conferences, so they don't play a lot against each other. But I like that historic look there, too. Yeah, uh, listen, I'm I'm with Roski on this one. Uh, again, the Falcons have been playing better with Raheem Morris. I know they have the the, the losses to the Saints there, but yeah. again, who's new? Who's not losing to the Saints this True. season? Uh, Roe mentioned the stat about uh, the the Chargers after getting smoked forty five nothing last yeah, week. I'm all, just off that. I'm gonna put a slight lean on the Atlanta Falcons here. Yeah, I like the over here too. D. I think there's some points here. Chargers give up a ton of points. They probably get back on it. They probably score some more points this week. You know, against the Falcons defense that that's porous on the on the back end, and so, and Herbert still looking to cash in on rookie of the year, right? Yeah, rookie of the year, and he's going for the rookie rec, rookie touchdown record. He's still four away. So Herbert still definitely still motivated. So he's still motivated. Washington football team at the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers, 49ers favored by three at home. Forty three and a half is the total, and of course Washington still in in the thick of things for the uh, NFC East there at five and seven. Yeah, D, and too many people don't know this, but San Fran's actually in the thick. They actually in the race too right now, D. They're also five and seven. What for a wild card spot? For a wild card spot, I mean they're five and seven, so this is a must win for 49ers. You know, 49ers are a really hard team, a handicap here. They've been hard to handicap. I usually like them as underdogs. They're a small favorite again this week at the minus three. You know, they're 8-2 and two the last 10 against Washington, so traditionally they beat up on Washington. But this year, D, 1-5 against the spread and 1-5 and straight up out straight up at home this year. So they not have not been good at home. You know, I'm going to have the lean football team here. It's not a strong lean because, honestly, I just don't know how to read the Niners this year. And I believe Antonio Gibson will be out this game. He's questionable right now for the football team. So a small lean for Washington for Washington here, but I don't know I don't know what to think about this game here. It's a tough one to handicap. I mean, I, I really don't want to back Mullins. Uh, 49ers have lost four of the last five, and you know, football team coming off the uh, uh, impressive performance yeah. last week against the Pittsburgh Very. Steelers, actually getting the first loss of the season, 23-17. I'm gonna lean football team in this one as well. It's just you know, I, I like for them to build on what they've been doing uh, the last few weeks with Alex Smith and the defense. I hear you. I agree. Pretty simple. We're going to keep it going here on Bet the Universe. 
We're gonna move on to the. Are these the Monday games here? No, I'm, this is the Sunday Sunday night, night game. Right? Sunday night. So we have a Sunday night. This we is have, a good one. A Sunday night. This is a good one. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Buffalo Bills. Bills had a big uh, week, a big win last week against against the aforementioned 49ers. One and a half at home for the Bills. Forty-seven and a half is the total. Yeah, for me, D, I I feel like there's an overreaction spot. A lot of people are, are on the Bills this week, and I get it. You know, the, the Steelers haven't looked great lately. But keep this in mind, D. You had seven drops against Washington. That's seven huge drops. Deontay Johnson dropping three of those. I don't expect that to happen again this week. If you want the Steelers in their best possible form, you're going to get them in their best form as underdogs, which is what you have here. I'm buying it up to three. I like Pittsburgh here. They're 10-2 and two against the spread as an underdog. Tomlin traditionally thrives as underdogs. You know, I feel like they needed that loss, like I said before. They're 5-0 and oh straight up this year on the road. They're five straight wins against Buffalo. You know, this, this Bills offense, though, D, they're top-notch. They're... Um, on th- against uh in in third down conversions rate D 49% that's wow. top in the league in fourth down conversion rate they're top in the league at 83% amazing they, they convert on third and fourth which is you know a sign of a great team a really good team but still right here Pittsburgh still second in the league against the spread for all the games this year they're 8 and 4 against the spread I'm going to lean Pittsburgh here I love them in a, in an underdog spot and like I said I'll buy it up to 3 and I feel comfortable with it. I'm going to go the other way. I actually lean Buffalo in this one. Uh, I am a Bills fan, but I do lean Buffalo because, they, the, again, what Will mentioned, the offense has been playing real stellar this yeah, year. I think they're much. averaging about 28 points a game this year. They do have the fourth passing offense in the league this year. I know the Steelers' defense is style, only allowing 17.6 PPG this season, but um, I don't like the way the Steelers looked against the football team last week. Uh, I know it's a, it's a short week for Pittsburgh. True. But uh, it is also a short week for Buffalo as well. But I like Buffalo in this matchup to continue proving themselves to be the third wheel in the AFC uh, conference. I hear you. We're going to move on to the Baltimore Ravens. Be The last week we're, we're looking at is the Baltimore Ravens against the Cleveland Browns. Ravens favored by two and a half on the road. The total sits at 47 and a half. Bro? Yeah, D. I mean, I was kind of surprised to see this line right here with Baltimore being favored on the road against a Browns team that's been really good. But as I broke it down, I understood, D. I understood. <laughs> twenty-one and four, the last twenty-five against the Browns. I mean, that's that's twenty-one and four. I mean, they they traditionally they beat up on the Browns. You know, earlier this year, Ravens scored thirty-four points and ran for almost three hundred yards in that first matchup. So the Ravens, you know, that they thrive against the Browns. One thing here, Browns have held opponents to about 18.8 at home, which is really good. But that's with a lot of bad weather involved, all that. Ravens, again, they're strong on the road, 10-2 and two straight up on the road. We always mention that. 8-1 and one against the spread in road games when playing against a team with a winning record. So they, they go on the road against good teams, and they cover. So, I mean, when I saw that, I'm like, damn, it's going to be hard for me to take Cleveland. Also, D, last thing, Cleveland. 0-4 against the spread versus AFC North opponents this year. So they're not done well against their division, Cleveland, this year. I'm leaning Ravens here, 2.5. And, and, you know, I was surprised at the line, but then I understood. And I'm going to go with the Ravens here to cover this game. They need this game, too. Yeah, it's just a battle of the, of the top two rushing offenses in, in this one. Of course, all sorts of playoff implications in this yeah. game as well as, as both teams 
come into this one. I'm going to lean Cleveland because I made the mistake of going against them last week <laughs> against learned. Tennessee. I'm going to learn my lesson. I'm not too thrilled with the way the Baltimore offense has been playing this season, especially the last month. And, you know, True. Baker is, is proving people wrong. It seems like the Browns have a hell of a chip on their in their shoulder, and they're out to prove something. Maybe they are the fourth-best team in the AFC Conference, no? Yeah, it's tough. It's tough to They're pick. certainly out to prove Not that easy. they're better than the Ravens this week because they put a thrashing on Tennessee last week. So I'm going to I'm gonna roll with the Browns in this contest I right here. I can't blame you, D. I can't blame you. It's a so, tough pick, though. It's, you know, AFC North Divisional. So rival. that is the Week 14 card coming up for this Sunday, guys. Yeah. We are going to get into the picks. Yeah, let's recap. A little bit of a recap, I guess. D, number one pick against the spread for me. Number one pick against the spread is going to be the Colts, minus three. Uh, it's at three right now. Grab it now. Hopefully it doesn't go up to th- I don't think it'll go up to three and a half. There is money coming in on the Raiders. But I think the Colts are too good of a pick. The Raiders coming off a near. They should have lost to the, to the Jets. Like, when you need to win, you come out flat against the Jets. This team is not ready. Colts defense top notch. I take the Colts minus three. Honorable mention, Bucks at six and a half. I really like the Bucks. I'm going to give you guys a couple of other plays here. I'm going teaser, six point teaser. Tennessee at one and a half. Saints, same thing at one and a half. They're both favorable seven and a half. So I like the Tennessee Titans and the Saints in a teaser. Both going against inferior competition in the Eagles and the Jags. And then I got a couple of overs. I like the overs in the Jags-Tennessee game. Tennessee gives up tons of points this year. Jags do the same. Tennessee's been an over machine the last two years. I like the over there. And then I like the over in the Atlanta-LA Charger game. I just think Herbert comes back. He bounces back. Atlanta scores plenty of points against a porous uh, Chargers uh, secondary. And I like the over. Cool. I'm going to get into my picks right now. I'm going to go best bet. Well, I'm going to go one of my straight bets. It'll be Buffalo, one and a half against Pittsburgh. I think Buffalo continues to to prove they're the third best team in the AFC Conference. Not really a big believer in Pittsburgh. I think they take another stumble this week. I'm also going to go Saints, minus seven and a half. By the hook, take it at mm. seven. I think they completely dominate the Eagles this weekend. I think it's not even going to be a, a, a close contest. So take those two straight, and then we're going to do the teaser. We're going to do a six-point tease. We're going to tease the over of the Texans and the Bears. Mm. We want to put that down to around 39, 40, depending on what book you're going to, but we're going to tease that down. Let's just say for the sake of here, it's it's 46 and a half. Or what, what, I got what 44 got? and a half. So right 44, now. and I'm going to go with Rose line of 44. We're going to tease that down to 38. 38 so right now, that on 38, and we're going to pair it. You know what? I'm going to do it. Packers. Minus two. Don't blame me, bro. They're, they're, they're scoring, averaging 37 points a game against the NFC North this year. You saw what they did to the Bears a few weeks ago. You saw what they did to the Eagles. I know the Eagles aren't an NFC North opponent, but they're another kind of, you know, uh, you see what they do to teams that are not good. And I classify the Lions as not good. Also want to mention the Lions are coming into this one with a whole new coaching regime. They fired Patricia a few weeks ago. I'm looking for Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers to take advantage of all that and smoke the Lions. So, again, just a Bills one and a half. Saints by the hook. Get it at seven. Take those straight. We're going to take Texans and Bears over 38 in the tees. And we're going to pair that up with Green Bay minus two. Guys, good luck. Profitable betting. Responsible betting. BetTheUniverse.Pawbean.com. Ro, any last words before we part with the fans? Good luck, guys. Make money this week. Have fun. There's a lot of good games. Enjoy. Enjoy.
enjoy. The season is coming to an end. There's only a few weeks left. We'll hear it for you'll hear from us in the beginning.